In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you, if you like our work, you might perhaps um, hit the subscribe button. We're a very small, crowdfunded enterprise. Uh, I mean really small. We're really a Catholic startup. And, and not much more than that. So you might consider sending us anything, even 10 or 20 euro, anything on PayPal or Patreon. You know, anything could give us an I'll give us give us a hand. OK, and um, your comments and your likes, all of that, you know, anything you can do for us by way of support in whatever way. I'm going to talk a little bit more today about a subject uh, I have already discussed. <sighs> It's red hot. Ow. Hot, hot, hot. Synodality. Yeah. I am myself the most collegial of creatures. What are we going to do for this? What's it going to be, you trad cats out there? Eh? What's it going to be, neocons? Are you going to step up to the plate? Are you going to contribute? Are we going to have a genuine discussion at this Senate? Do you remember I asked this the last time? Or is it just going to be tea and sympathy all around? And a load of platitudes and, and uh, throw a few more sods of turf on the fire and I'll tell you about the Queen of the Fairies. <sighs> or are we actually going to talk turkey? Eh? I think that's another Americanism. I like it anyway. Are we actually going to do it? Are we actually going to talk about realities? Could I throw out just a few things that we could possibly talk about? Because I can see the old chestnuts coming. Ooh, is the women priests. Yeah, there we go. We just put that up on one side there. You can never beat that. That always comes up. Two, is there are three popes have pronounced on it, including one of the arguably most, more liber most liberal of the three. And yet, apparently... This still has to be discussed. And then you've got the married priesthood. Oh, that's so original. My goodness. I bet Luther never thought of that. Okay. And then, oh, what else will it be? Oh, yeah, it'll be more collegiality in the church and less, you know, more democracy and, 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 and all the rest of it. Okay, so that the church can be banjaxed as she is even more banjaxed. I thought I'd throw up a few things you might consider in this, apart from maybe the things that are going to be wheeled out anyway, the hoary old chestnuts. We should be looking, I've come to this conclusion reluctantly, we should be looking at the parish system. And we should be asking ourselves, is this the most serviceable system for the existence of the Catholic Church in the modern Western world. Is the parish system not perhaps dated? Rooted as it is in place, it's by nature almost always, almost always territorial, where Catholics would be scattered all over the country, all over a given country, and indeed already are. And really, there won't be critical mass in any of the, the physical um, territories 
which are referred to as parishes. We're going to be shutting churches, which will cause huge pain in some areas, a pain that will be doubled uh, by the, um, the, 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 the noting by the faithful of the fact that churches in other areas won't be closed because they'll be regarded as central or strategic areas. Isn't it time that we started rethinking the way we exist as church uh, in this civilization? Now, I would put it to you that Rod Dreher is worth going back to on this. Okay, the old rods are. Okay, I would go back to Dreher on this. You remember the Benedict option? Hmm. I think, actually, and I've mentioned this before, that a part of the future may be a quasi-monasticization does that word even exist? Oh, never mind, I love it. And a, a quasi-monasticization, or wait for it, wait for it, a re-monasticization of the Irish church. Because as you know, prior to the synods of Kells and Rath Brazel and, and that, that distraction over in the corner, <laughs> prior to the synod of Kells and Rath Brazel in the Middle Ages, the Irish Church was actually, to a large extent, organised around monasteries and dependent on monasteries. Now, I'm just, you see, some of these hubs, if you like, these Catholica, I'm thinking of, of one of these as a Catholicum, as a, as a place. The, the Muslims already do the same thing uh, with, with the mosques. They'll sometimes have a hospital and... And, and look, the, the church did it in the past as well. They'll have schools all around and all of this, the whole thing in a complex. Maybe that's the future. Maybe something like knock on a smaller level is, is actually the future. Would you give that a bit of thought? Because I just harbour a, a, a hope, probably a forlorn hope, that this synod could be... Um, could be a funky synod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know I'm no good at this, but I'm trying, okay? I watch television. That it could be even a punky synod, okay? I, I want to have a synod with a, with a, a, a nose piercing, an ecclesiological nose piercing. I want a synod with a bit of edge and attitude, a synod that thinks outside the box. I'm not asking for a liberal synod. I'm not remotely liberal. And I don't pretend to be. But I want people who are Catholics, who are liberal, and Catholics like me who are conservative, to get together and really talk this through. And I mean, if it ends up at Donnybrook, if it ends up with us, with the guards being called to separate us, wouldn't that be fantastic? Wouldn't it be fantastic that people anywhere would find the faith so important that they would commit mortal sin over it? Hmm? And I'm not telling you to commit mortal sin. I'm just saying, wouldn't that be an improvement on the, the spiritual doldrums, the, the horribly becalmed nature of the church at the moment, where we don't seem to be making any progress and are, in the words of one lawyer who was talking to me, who said it with a deliberately sinister smile, the second l- sl- large slow-moving target in the jurisdiction. First one being the state. Wouldn't it be lovely if the church were a fighting organisation again? 
an armed camp, an intellectual, an intellectual pack of bruisers and bowsies and corner boys, um, a street corner society, to use William Foot White's uh, William Foot White's famous famous phrase, that, that famous book he wrote about about the about the, the gangs in 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 Boston. I mean, wouldn't it, wouldn't wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? So that's one thing that needs looking at is the parish system. And that's what I'm putting across to you here today. I have a few other obsessions, hobby horses, which I will inflict on you at a later point, at my leisure. Because that's one of the great things about the Brendan option, is that, you know, uh, a, a, a battered, fairly wrecked, disreputable looking old cleric like me can just bore the nation to death or at least that part of the nation foolish enough to tune into the parish is the parish fit for purpose as a concept i'm not saying it's not but i am sounding a note of doubt i'm not saying it is i just don't know but i honestly think this needs to be talked about without a preconceived end to the discussion. The parish is a venerable institution in the church, but it may be possible to reinterpret it and it will certainly be necessary to drastically redraw boundaries. And please, as I finish this, please don't bore me with talk of, oh, you'd be completely undermining traditional life in the countryside. I know, yes, all that traditional life that shows up for mass every Sunday. Look, will you lift the lid? And smell the coffee. Okay. It's over. The countryside isn't going to stay faithful to us any more than the city. Because every one of them can tune in to, to the internet. And the civilization we have now doesn't depend on whether you're living in the city. The city is no longer necessarily the place of ideas. The internet is the place of ideas. And actually, to an extent, part of the internet is the only remaining place of free ideas from the organisation that gave you the Inquisition. Now, if I can talk about that, surely some of you should be worrying about it. Hmm? Let's go to this synod and talk. You want collegiality? Let's be collegial. Ooh, we'll be so collegial. Okay. You want collegiality, we'll go in there. We'll behave exactly like an Irish family. And if you know how terrifying that is, you can expect a fairly stormy, a fairly stormy experience. Wouldn't it be great if it were stormy? Wouldn't it be great if it were passionate and intellectual? Wouldn't it be great if there were walkouts over points of theology? Wouldn't it be great if we gave a damn? Because there's no point in having a synod if we don't give a damn. And I'm sorry, but some of the liberal Catholics think that we're going to have to look at what they regard as old shibboleths. I have a few old shibboleths of my own you may not like looking at, but we're going to have to look at them. And one of them is that issue of the parish. Dreher may have a point. The centres may not necessarily be monastic, but if you believe the Italian author Benjamino Lucis, whose, whose, work, um, whose, whose book Monasticism Will Save Us, the monastery can be interpreted in different ways as the monk is found out in the world sometimes because one can be a monk or a nun internally in one's heart, a contemplative. Roll on the synod. 
provided we are going to talk seriously about which, what concerns us. Yeah, provided we are going to address the realities with which we have to contend. <sighs> Damn it, I feel young again. A feed of pints and a sinner. What more does a man need? No, no, I uh, scratch that. No, no, edit the, uh, the pints. I don't think we can. I, I don't, yeah. Anyway, God bless you.